With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs>
free gift as far as whether you want the chip clips, dog sled, or the book. So I need to know that at some point, if you don't mind. The um, We have also um, the points winner this week is new, and it's Richard Groby. I hope I pronounced that right. And if you're on, congratulations, Richard. You'll just do the same thing. Email me. Tell me if you want the dog sled, chip clips, um, or the book with your name, address, and email, and I will um, get that out to you immediately. Um, Eric, I still owe you, so let me know. And then tonight, we are going to have two winners, thanks to David Delato and Darren Culbertson, who gave up their, their winnings from last week to give back. And I love it. And I thank them for it. And so they are going to give their what you know, whatever prize you want and those three to two callers tonight will get that. And we'll pick the callers at random, um or somehow pick a caller somehow. So that's how we're gonna do that tonight. The um mobile food vendor association I was gonna try to get Deb on the show tonight to give us an update. I did get some information. The I'm trying to think. There's there's quite a bit of information there, but um, and I don't want to divulge more than I was supposed to. I don't know what all they told me I could say, um, but I know that we have some amazing, amazing sponsors coming on um, from Cali from credit card service. To um, and real discounts to products for your cart, hot dogs, um, accessory stuff, some really, really, really good deals. And they're deals that no one else can get. And that's what makes it special and exclusive to Mobile Food Vendor Association members. So I'm excited and I'll be looking forward to Deb announcing some of that next, um, hopefully next week. Um, She'll, she's out of town or something. Um, neighbor's cat's having puppies. I'm not sure what's going on. But let's see if I had anything else that I wanted to cover before we get started. And let me tell you this. If you call in tonight, I say if. When you call in tonight, all you do is dial the 424-258-9364 number. It's going to give you some options. Pick the option to talk to a host. Otherwise, I don't know that you're waiting to talk to a host. It just shows you up on a line, but it doesn't allow me to do anything with it. Um, so pick that option, and then it puts up a little button that I can open up and ask you some questions. Um, I'll try not to embarrass you. You won't have to sing much, and we'll get going. We have Rob again tonight, and Rob has been busy this week, and I can't wait to talk to him. Rob, um, how was your week, Rob? Lovely. Just lovely. <laughs> Um, you, um, you were busy this week and, um, you've got a, like nine irons in the fire. I do. And, and I'm, uh, uh, yeah, I'm working on, I'm working on some things. So. And lemonade doing good. Uh, yep. Still, uh, still swinging the lemon and uh, slinging the weenie and, uh, they, uh, they go, go well together. And, uh, I've had, uh, a lot of people ask a few questions since you've posted on Learn Hot Dogs and... You know, if anybody has any questions tonight, I'll be glad to go over any of that if need be again. So, yeah, things are, things are looking good. 
Well, I was just um, amazed. I don't know if anybody knows, but we did a, a blog article, and, and it's mostly done done by Rob. But I did a blog article about hot dogs and lemonade, and we have a picture of Rob's cart and stuff on there. So if you didn't see that, go check it out. There's some good information. Rob gives tips where he bought his stuff and found the best deals and the best quality um, squeezer musher thing for lemons. So be sure to check that out. Um, there's they're just links to different websites. You can obviously take that product and then search on the web and see if you can find it anywhere cheaper. I think yeah, we did that, didn't we, Rob? Let them, let them search around if they want to look around. Uh, now, that squeezer, that's about as cheap as I found it. I think one of the links you put up for, like, say, the bottles, um, that was a cheap place for the bottles, but the problem was um, was the shipping. And I actually bought mine local from a concession supply house or whatever. But you yeah, shouldn't really. pay more than a couple bucks a piece for those bottles either way, um, plus your shipping or not. Um, but gold metal is where I bought those from. You can think you can go on eBay and just or wherever and some restaurant supply place and just do the um, – they're Italian ice bottles. They're plastic. Don't get glass. You don't want glass around your cart and – in case you drop and break something or whatever, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what I use. Now I didn't. Um, I want to tell everybody. I hope I didn't tick anybody off and lose uh, <laughs> lose anybody with my blog on April Fools, and the keyword is April Fools with my um, nudie calendar. Um, <laughs> so those pictures wife... that you're you're not going to use. <laughs> I'm not going to use them, Rob. Now, Sandy, Sandy did say. My wife into taking those. Oh my gosh, Sandy! Sandy did say she'd be interested in getting a, ca- a calendar if it was all guys. Uh, and um, but well, I, thought, I was trying to appeal like to a broader to audience. My wife, into those pictures. <laughs> my wife told me, Rob. She said, "You're gonna, um, you're gonna piss people off." She goes, "Some people are going to think you're serious." And I go, good grief. And if you notice the photos on on there, I don't have Photoshop or anything. So all I was able to do is take pictures that I found of women, and they're all clothed, except there's two on there that are in bikinis. And then I put those black boxes over them to make them look like they were naked. And my wife saw those, and she goes, that's really going to make people mad. It looks like you're into porn and stuff, and you are you can't do that. On the blog, it's going to look like you're selling porn. And it was just funny. But um, I did it anyway. And it was a good April Fool's joke. I like. It was a good April Fool's joke. It got it got over twelve hundred people. Rob, twelve hundred people clicked the download button to get that. Um, hey, but you tricked me into sending you pictures of myself. So <laughs> that, was, that was that was actually the funniest part of the thing. You know, I, I didn't even open them. I sent them straight to Sandy. Oh, I appreciate so, that. <laughs> well, I'm all about sharing, and so <laughs> we um. If I offended anybody, I'll, I'll apologize. Um, but I know Darren wants a calendar, and Darren, I I tell you, brother, if I had one, me and you, me and you edit it. Um, we just wouldn't have any black boxes in our calendar. Um, so we have. I mean, the phone lines are literally just lit up with people ready to. Um, not really. There's not a one person. There's people on the lines. But nobody's on the lines with the little question mark thing showing up so that I know they want to talk to us about um, hot dog vending. 
And if you do have a question, though, and don't tell me you don't because we get, I get over 100 calls a day. Rob gets calls every day. Deb gets calls every day. The dog park and, and hot dogs on Facebook, they both get lit up with questions. And, um, Richard, you did. Um, I got your message just now. You did win. Um, and so if you'll email me at ben at benscarts.com, um, your name and address, and whether you want the dog sled, chip clips, or and it's a set of chip clips, not just one, and, or the book, you'll get your choice and free shipping. Um, congratulations and thanks for supporting us. You won the highest points accumulated for this week. We are changing the points program, so y'all know, and we're going to start going back to a random. But do not hesitate to post stuff on the blog. I still want to hear, and I still want to talk, and I still want you to post stuff, and it helps the blog, and it gets it more attention, and it earns it Google juice. So please don't, um, you know, discontinue doing that. Um, Ben, I can uh, touch on a little bit if you would like. I know we've kind of this is kind of a, uh, I guess somewhat of a potpourri show, but uh, I can touch base a little bit on some information I found out today uh, here in North Carolina. This obviously doesn't apply to everybody, but at least gives some people here in North Carolina. And even if you're listening, to other- hang on, Ben. All right, hey, I'm gonna take a call real quick, Rob. Still here. Yeah, Rob, I'm going to take a call real quick. We got caller with the last four digits of 4697 of their phone number. Um, and you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Thanks for calling in. Did you call in to hey, answer? Hey, man, it's Brian. Hey, Brian. How are you? <laughs> you said the lines were empty, so I figured I'll call in right now then. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did. Um, I have some easy questions. Um, you've already answered one, so you're um, you're batting 100% right now. Um, and what part of the country do you hail from, Brian? I am in Wildwood, New Jersey. Wildwood, New Jersey. Never been there. One of the best boardwalks in the country. I'm I'm going to be up the East Coast this summer. I have never been. Taking my family, we're going to stop at as many hot dog carts as we can and eat hot dogs all summer long. There you go, sir. Uh, I'll be here. Uh, <laughs> um, how as far as you've been slinging weenies, right? Uh, last summer was my first summer. And and how's it been as far as um, – so, well, that's how long you've been doing it. Tell me this. I'm going to stick to the questions. What piece of advice would you give to someone new getting in this business, somebody brand new? Um, I think the biggest advice is, like I say, when, when I jumped into this, um, I started off with my neighbor's old cart. And it literally fell apart, as some of the people know. They've seen me tearing that thing apart. And I jumped in big time into buying a cart. Um, Custom Mobile Food Sales happens to be just right up the road. And I dropped, because I had the money, I dropped a ton of cash into a big, full-size walk-in cart. Looking back now, I probably would, you know, I probably would have started out with, you know, like one of your carts, one, you know, like the King Kiosk or something like that, um, and not jumped in, you know, both feet like I did. Right. And um, um, and that's because why? It, did it create a challenge financially or? It, no, like I say, luckily, like I say, I had the money and I, I mean, I, I bought it, and I was able to make it back. But 
I, mean, I was like in like you know ideal situation, kind of like Stu. Um, you know, down here in the summer, it's I mean it's not unheard of to sit there and make sixty thousand dollars between Memorial Day weekend and Labor Day weekend. So it's you know the cart paid for itself in one summer, but most people starting out aren't going to be able to walk into that. So they're going to you know start out with something simpler and you know and get your business off the ground and not be behind the eight ball that much, you know, just starting out. Right. Well, that's good advice. I, I get people that call in and or, you know, call me and want to know um, about serving these five different types of dogs and stuff on their cart, and I tell them, start simple. There's somebody on the on the chat line that always says um, the KISS method, you know, the keep it simple, stupid. And at first, you want to keep it simple, Um even when I'm going to a new venue, if I go to do a charity event or, or go to do something where I'm brand new at, I will keep it as simple as possible. I'm not going to bring all the stuff for Chicago dogs and, and three different types of beef. I'm going to keep it as simple as possible. Um, and I, I I ran into that same situation thinking, oh, you know, God, I could serve this, I could serve this, and I could serve this. No. Keep, you know, keep it simple. Um, like I said, luckily with a bigger cart, I can carry quite a bit more, but I mean, basically, you know, the food samples of, you know, hot dogs, um, a polo sausage, and then, you know, candies, chips, and I mean, I carry ice cream. Um, but with that big six, or that big cart that I have, it's got the drink wells, you know, self serve drink. So, I mean, I, I'm able to carry like 25 different flavors of soda, teas, you know, all kinds of different drinks, which are the ones that really, really make the money. Right, right. Um, okay, what what was the hardest part in getting started? As far as your the something that was the most challenging was it the licensing, your commissary? What was it? Um, see, that's for me. Actually, it was very easy. My neighbor has been doing it for twenty five years. We've got, he's got it, well, what we call a depot, but the commissary is basically built into a shed uh, in the backyard of his property. So we share that. It's already, you know, he's had the inspectors there for years and years, so he knows exactly what we had to do. Um, the permit, down where I'm at, you have to be a veteran to be able to get the permit. That's basically the only requirement. So... Got the health inspector out there. He knew exactly what we had to do. That was taken care of by the permit, and you're ready to roll. The hardest thing for me was probably basically learning the speed once you start getting those crowds. And just everybody has to get into their own rhythm. Well, that's good Good advice. Um I I appreciate you calling and telling us and um and sharing it. I I look forward to more stories from you. I know you're going to have another bang up year. You are getting to the your weather's getting good now, isn't it? It's it's starting to get there, but it's like it's such a seasonal place here. Um, we really probably won't start ramping up till unfortunately May. We may get the weekend people coming down. Uh, but that's why I say I'm looking into there's just there's nothing during the winter, so that's why I'm looking to expand the operation down in there to North Carolina, down there by you. Um, I'm, I'm going to be setting up a year year round operation 
down there and then still coming up here in the summers to work the beach for this, you know, for the three or four months. I love it. Um, that'll, that'll be neat to see, see you progress with that, Brian. Oh, Just I'm, keep us. I, I'm full tilt. I'm, I'm locked, loaded, ready to go. <laughs> well, keep us up to date on it and, and thanks for calling in, Brian. Now, can I ask you one question, sir? Absolutely. If if you don't have anybody waiting. No, we're good. Keep going. Oh, I do um, have people waiting, but um, y'all stay waiting. Um, we'll <laughs> we'll get to you. Um, I hope to get a toll free number so nobody has to pay. I hope nobody's paying anyway. And nowadays, um, you shouldn't be. If you use a mobile phone, it should be a free call or use Skype. Exactly. Go ahead, Brian. Um, the question, like I said, we've had a lot of talk with the lemonade and everything like that here lately. I was just curious, as a manufacturer, have you delved into any ideas of making like a trailered lemonade stand, say something that could hold like, I know a lot of these, um, you know, using a pneumatic lemon press yeah. yep. and something like that that could be set up cart style with the dramatic, the water, and everything, you know, just to do lemonade. I, I I mean, I would do it if somebody ordered one. I'd build them one. Um, I don't know enough about it or if there's enough demand to put it on a production line, but it would be interesting to see. I know that there's some plans coming down the pipeline of a, a cart that handles more stuff that we're that Keith is working on as we speak, and we'll be talking about that later in a show. But it's um it's unique. But the the challenge with lemonade when you don't have access to a water hose or a, a approved water source is it requires you hold a lot of water on the cart. Rob and I were talking before the show about an event where that he can do, and you're talking hundreds of gallons possibly. And, you know, at, what is water weigh? Eight, get eight pounds or something, a gallon? About seven pounds a gallon, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're looking at roughly, and it takes 12 ounces. Uh, now, this is if you fill the, the cup full of ice, a 32-ounce cup slam full of ice, get started with your making it. If you go less than that, it's going to take more water, obviously. But it's uh, it's basically 12 ounces of water uh, per cup. And then you can figure out how many you know ounces are in a gallon, and then you can figure out how many gallons you need to make, say, 500 cups. Well, it starts getting quite a bit. And that's the biggest hurdle um, or issue is carrying all that water and so forth. That's the biggest problem but if, come up with. But if you ever want one, Brian, send me a drawing, even if it's hand-drawn. I'll give it to Keith and, and let him um, figure out how to make it work, weight and balance stuff, and and we'll see if we can build one. It'd be fun. Okay, well, I, uh, I've i got a friend of mine. She does kettle corn and has gotten into this into the, the lemon shakers or whatever it is they're called. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And I, I'll have to talk to her to see how they carry like I say, enough water with them to be able to do an event. Whether, you know, like I say, if it's extra jugs in the back of a vehicle or something, you know, and then I know a lady that does that. 
Yeah, I know a lady that does that now. She's got a um, doesn't even have a card. She sets up a little table at the flea market, and she has jugs of um, water, but the big jugs, like five gallon jugs. And I mean, even if it's well, I've seen well the uh, the tanks that they use are, are a stainless steel welded tank that they use in my big cart. Um, they you know they make their own tanks. I mean, you could literally probably make something like that also. It would hold quite a bit, but like I said, then you got to start looking at weight on the cart itself and everything else. But just an idea. That's what, like I say, we keep talking about the lemonades and everything like that, and I just thought, you know, that would kind of, you know, kind of be a neat idea. Right. I think it's a great idea. Um, yeah. Um, That'll be something we can discuss this winter when I come down. All right, sounds good, Brian. North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brian. All right, you guys have a good evening. We'll be right back in the show. All right, see you. Hey, caller, this is I'm talking to caller 2172 is the last four of your phone number. You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio live on the air. Um, did you call in for to ask a question or for us to ask you some questions? Yeah, Ben, I got a question, actually, that hadn't been brought up too often. I want to give it a go. All right, sounds good. Um, yep. <clears throat> tomorrow, I get my cart delivered, actually, around noon, so that's exciting. Um, so today, I went out propane hunting, bottles and tanks and such. I'm wondering what the uh, what's the status with that. I see 15-pound tanks, 16-pound tanks. Uh, 20 pounds. Yeah, I don't even see 20-pound tanks at all these little uh, refill stations and such. So I'm well, what, what you see is an actual 20-pound tank that they've only filled to uh, anywhere from 15 to 18-pound capacity. But right. here's an actual, what you see in front of a convenience store is a 20-pound tank. Okay, I thought They so. just don't but fill them all. They'll only fill it about, uh, about I do yeah, 80-85% capacity. Um, okay. My suggestion is to go to... Um, I know Sam's Club is where I got mine. You can buy these yep. empty 20-pound containers or tanks um, with a gauge on it. The gauge is a godsend. Don't buy one without a gauge, I can tell you. <laughs> um, go buy the gauge, and you don't need to buy three and four tanks. Uh, buy one tank um, with a gauge and fill it up. I can use one 20-pound tank, last me three days, five hours a day, and I keep at least two things on the entire shift for five hours. One's a gas grill with one burner burning and one um, burner in my uh, steam pan configuration. One is water boiling, and one I keep the grill burning all the time just in case I need to cook onions or sear off uh, a sausage dog or, or make yeah. something, you know, that kind of thing. So that's, again, that's – but the, I would not operate – I tried operating without the gauge – I can tell you I wouldn't do that again. Because you're sitting there trying to lift the tank, figuring out, guessing how much is in. With a gauge, they're fairly accurate. Um, you just got to figure out where uh, – mine, when it looks a lot more empty than it is, I have 10 pounds left. Now, I go and get mine filled up locally here, and I only pay $14 to fill up a 20-pound tank is what right. I pay. Um, yeah, I quote that. that is I checked on that today. Yeah, it's fourteen bucks to fill a twenty-pound tank, and that's to full capacity. That's not eighty, eighty-five percent. They're really not supposed to fill them that full, but they will if you ask them. 
Okay. So, yeah, uh, also, I mean, they they looked a little larger than normal, but I guess they're all universal as far as that goes. 20-pound tank's not wider than another 20-pound tank. Uh, Nope, they're all the same. That's what I thought. Okay, well, that's good news. That's what I needed. I can get mine filled, refilled here locally for 16.04, and I just need to get the tanks. So <clears throat> that's cool. Good good information. That's exactly what I was looking for before I went any further. If you can't find the one with the built-in gauge, at one time Sam's was selling the gauge separate. Yeah, definitely a gauge for sure. Then I'll keep that in mind 100%. Yeah, definitely go well, with the gauge. There's some gauges, too. If you go to Amazon, I found gauges cheap that – that adapt to your line, and they even make some gauges that are temperature-regulated or temperature-sensitive right. that just stick to the side of your car, and, I mean, car, uh, the side of your tank, and they're removable. So, right. Um, and they work great. Um, okay. I have I have it on four of my tanks, the, the removable one. Are they the well, magnet kind? They're just magnet, yeah. Yeah, they just, I've seen those. They, like, turn blue or whatever, and they watch the uh, temperature, because it's mm-hmm. obviously the tank where the gas is is colder than the part of the tank with the with no gas yeah. in it. Well, great. That answers my question, guys. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for Look, calling in. Um, you make the show interesting when people call yeah. in, um, yeah. and it helps everybody because it, it spurs other questions and it gives us all, yeah. um, teaches us all something. That's right. It's what it's all about. Well, thank you. You have a good evening. All right. Take it easy, Ben. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hot Dog Vendor Radio, HDVR, broadcasting live from atop the Smoky Mountains, sponsored by Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben'sCarts.com. Grab a can, tighten your string, and lend us an ear. Hey, Rob, you were going to tell us something just a second ago, and I want to make sure um, we get to that, but I've, I keep getting some... Um, messages on my cell phone that people are not able to get into the chat room. Um, is there a secret behind it as far as, see, on my end, the chat room's part of my window, so I, I don't, it's always there. Um, um, yeah, you'll just go to the login section, and if you're, if you're on Facebook, I just log in through, it'll ask you how you want to log in. You either have to create an HDVR uh, or a, a Blog Talk Radio account. Um, or you can log in direct through your Facebook page. Okay, but when they get to when they go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Ben's Carts or and they click on the show and mm-hmm. and they they log in to listen and does that automatically put them in the chat? Um, we've got no. some that are listening that can't figure out how to get to the chat. Is what All I'm right, saying. Hang on let me let me look at mine because mine once you log in it kind of changes things. As far as the screen set up, and I think it's going to be hard for me to log back out because again, so I don't see a log out here. Um, hang on a minute. See if I can log out and start over. And we've got people calling in. I am so happy, Rob. And if you're on the line holding, um, Rob and I get to you in two seconds. We're going to try to figure out this this login thing for chat. Yeah, somebody just said there's a login button below the chat room, um, and that's what I'm missing because I've already logged in. It kind of goes away. But you should see a login button. Click on it, and then it will ask you to log in, like I said, either through your Facebook or through your um, Blog Talk Radio account. If you don't have a Blog Talk Radio account, you have to set one up. 
uh, if you don't have a Facebook page. If you have a Facebook page, just log in like you would uh, use your username, I'm sorry, your email and your user ID for your Facebook page. And that should, then it'll refresh itself and then the chat room will come up where you can actually, you'll come out of it. I guess the, there's the ones that say guest, they can't post. So all those people that say guest beside uh, on the, in the chat room here can't post. But everybody else with a name, we've all logged in either through an account and or through our um, Facebook page, and we can now post. So Okay. Um, I hope Don't that answers. Get it. Yeah, if y'all can get it, then we'll, if not, we'll have to figure it out. So. Well, let's, let's do some more calls, Rob, and, and that way we don't have to wait, wait long here. Um, let's see. Caller Hello? with the, the, I'm trying to pull a caller on. Um, seven, seven, nine, three is the last four. Yes. Who ben? is we talking with? This is Ben. Hey, Ben, this is John Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. How are you doing? I'm doing great, John. You've got Rob on the line and me on the line and a bunch of people listening. Did you have a question for us, or were you calling in for me to ask you some questions? No, well, uh, hopefully perhaps answer some questions. uh, uh, You're familiar with Larry Bird. He's a friend of mine up in uh, Pennsylvania, and uh, he's referred me over to you, and I've been trying to get into this business. I haven't bought a cart yet, but I've I've been doing the research, as you had recommended, through uh through your uh website and so on, going to the uh the county and everything else. And I've got some locations that I'm trying to get to, but I don't know anyone in St. Louis that does this. St. Louis is a good hot dog city, but nobody has any carts. I've been trying to go to um we have a place called Main Street in St. Charles, which there's uh a district one, district two, and then none of these people want carts in this area. It would be a a hot spot for a cart. I'm just trying to overcome these obstacles of getting a cart that's a, that I'm able to license and get in there. Larry's told me that he can go downtown and uh, and, and basically pull his cart up, put put money into a meter, and start selling right there as long as he has the uh, the uh, approval and the and the taxes paid and so on. Um, the other areas that I'm looking for is like different parks, and maybe I'm just hitting in the wrong areas and just looking for some help or. Uh, Suggestions of different areas that I could that I could go and think that I could make some money at this before I go out and buy a cart, basically. Any thoughts on that? Um, for, for your listeners, are you are you specifically asking as far as in St. Louis being able to operate downtown? How to combat the problem with them not wanting you there? Or I mean, do they have a code restriction against it? There, there. Yes, basically they have they have restriction restrictions against carts. They'll let you do it during special events or something like that. But to get it in, in the areas that I know would be good money making areas, which is basically a, a college area that you know all the drunks right. they want to uh, grab some cheap food if they can't get Absolutely. a date for the night before they right. go back and crash. Um, you know, there's the areas around me in this air er, in this general area. It's just they're so. Against hot dogs and carts, and so on. I mean, there's there's one over at the Home Depot, there's one over at uh, the Bass Pro Shop, and that's about it in this area. And those are those are set at the location. They're always there. They're always manned, and so on. But to see traveling carts in this area, I'm just confused as to where to even begin to go to start this business. 
Well, I'd first go to whoever does code enforcement and ask them. And if they give you any answer, ask them to see it in writing because um, some will try to discourage it. Not all are dishonest, but some are. And they'll discourage it and say, oh, we don't allow carts, period. Well, you already know they allow carts. Well, yeah, but you already know they allow carts. Correct, correct. So that are, so that are set on someone's personal property. Exactly. But I'm trying to go go on like the county property or the city property and and different areas like that. And they say that you know what there was one per, or two people have basically tried in the past year and a half or two years. Uh, one person gave up and the other person gave up eventually. Basically, there's actually a long answer and and I've written a lot on this on the blog. If you go over to the blog at Learn Hot Dogs. Dot com and in the top right mm-hmm. corner there's a search box and you just type in the words justice um it's going to pull up one called um uh well you'll see them it's only going to pull up like four articles and two of those articles are about the institute for justice and even if you don't use them they have the information that will help you combat city ordinances that are deemed unconstitutional um, okay. And so it, there is ways around this, and there's also – I've done some blogs and stuff, and our, we've even done some radio shows, Rob, about using a charity to break into a city. Um, we have a, a lady – I've gone that route. Uh, I've, okay. I've, I've kind of talked that route uh, because I do do animal rescue like on the weekends and so on, so I would like to donate a certain percentage and you know, you, you go that aspect of it, and that's the approach that I've taken with them at the same time. And they're still like, yeah, that's not going to happen. You know, I've talked to a couple of Walmarts. Walmarts will let you do it like once or twice a year per Walmart. I mean, it's like the Girl Scouts. They won't even let the Girl Scouts do it at some of these places around here. It's um, Well, if, know, if they will let you on private property, there's somebody that has private property in the areas where you want to work. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's the and, thing you got to look at. I mean, uh, give me an example. I think in your city, Ben, uh, carts are not allowed at all, even on private property. Is that correct? Exactly. See, in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, it's the same way. Uh, it sounds like, yeah. to me, what you're explaining is, because they have them at Home Depot and at the Bass Pro Shop, that you can put them on private property. You just can't put them on public property. Is that what I'm hearing? It, exactly, exactly. I mean, I've gone to the Parks just, Department and different things, and it's just it's it's such a battle. It's like nobody wants to um. Here's my thing. When I first got into Parks, I never even thought about public property, to be honest with you. I always thought totally. about private property. Public property never crossed my mind, to be honest with you, like parks and whatever else. I mean, granted, they would be good spots if you could get in, but I didn't want to go through the hassle of even trying to get into something like that. So my first thought was private property, like a bar. You know, obviously a bar owns property that it sits on, or they lease it and have control of it. Or uh, a Home Depot or Lowe's or the list goes on. A hospital's a private, you know, you can sit in the parking lot or whatever. Right. So if I was you, I would start directing my thoughts not so much how can I figure out how to get on public property, is I would try figuring out what's the best spots on private property that I can get into for the car. Yeah, and the, and the private property. And Unfortunately, that you mentioned the word bar, and that's exactly where I was looking to go to, that, that specific area. Um, mm-hmm. They're the ones that want to keep it away because they have some food sales themselves. But, I mean, we've all been there at a bar at 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock at night. You're not going to sit there and order a pizza while you're trying to get some girl. <laughs> You know, you're not well, here's eating the thing. Bar, but once you leave that, you'll be eating some. Well, here's sure. the thing. I mean, you obviously can't go to a bar that serves food and try setting up a hot dog cart. Even asking them would be crazy. So right. search around, find a bar that doesn't have food service at all, 
And that's what I did. My first gig was at a bar. And I found a huge bar that didn't have food. And so they invited me with open arms and wanted me there, didn't charge me rent. They just wanted it as kind of an extra to say, hey, we serve hot dogs. Um, Right. And they just assumed farming out to me, then they would trying to do their own cart or their own kitchen. So, again, you're just looking at the wrong bars or looking at the wrong area. Look for private organizations, whether it be bars or whatever, that don't have food service that would like that service. And you've got to present it as you're almost doing them a favor, not them doing you a favor. Right, right. So that's where you've got to get your pitch down that you're doing them a favor, and I don't mean to be arrogant about it, but give them the benefits and say, hey, look, I can bring my card out. We normally do this, promotionals and stuff. We found that, you know, we could do the um, uh, bar singing, you know, bar at night for you for a few hours. It would help your patrons not leave to possibly go eat. They'll stay here, um, all those things included, and we would do it free of charge for you if you would like. See what they say. Free of charge. (laughs) I like that, free of charge. (laughs) Yeah, just tell me you're not going to charge them anything, and, you know, if it works out, just say, hey, let's give it a try. I always try, I don't tell people, I don't try forcing my way in. I say, let's give it a few days. Let's let's try a few nights and see if people like right. it. And, if you and we've talked product, about this, Rob. Gotta... We've talked about approaching these and, and how to approach them so that it doesn't look like you're asking them. It looks like you're doing them a favor. Right, and that's, that's the yeah. mentality you've got to have is give them some feature and benefits of why uh, bringing you on um, – is a good thing, and that you, again, tell them, say, hey, we'll do it free of charge just to give it a try for a few weeks and see how it goes, uh, a few, Perfect. you know, a couple weekends or something, and just see what they say. Perfect. I'll, I'll do that. I, I've seen your videos and so on, and I know how you you do approach it that way within the videos, and uh, I, I would think that I would be able to do that being in sales all my life, but um, evidently it's been, uh, it's been an uphill battle. And prior to purchasing, you know, spending a couple grand on the card, I'd like to get some business lined up. And uh, over the winter, I was, um, uh, you know, just approaching it pretty hard for a period of time, and it's dropped off well, a little bit as far as uh, put put in the back of my mind. But now I'd li- I'd really like to get going just because it's springtime. What What do you well, mean when, so when you well. say you're approaching them? What are you do? What do you mean you worked it pretty hard over the winter? As far as what do you What do you mean exactly by that? Appro- approaching different locations and and, and dealing with the um, dealing with like I said, I was approaching the parks department, I was approaching the city, and trying to get different avenues and different areas that I could go to. And it's just I was hitting an uphill battle. I've even talked to an attorney over it, um, and they he said, you know what, it's it's up to who's ever in charge of that district, and so on, you know, and uh, you know you've got to get in touch with those people basically. And, it's uh, to get them to change the yeah, laws. You have like area. A, a, a used parts, like a junkyard type setup near you somewhere? Salvage yard. Salvage yard. Um, a big one. Pull apart, something like that. Pull apart. It's way, way, like way far away or over in Illinois, yeah. Uh, if uh-huh. you don't have one, I mean, I don't know if you have one local. Uh, some of them, I mean, I live out in, I live in rural North Carolina, so some of ours are just, you know, they may have 20 people a day, but some of them, the larger cities, they may have literally 500 people a day come through their junkyard. Um, but, you know, something like that, an auto parts store, like an AutoZone, uh, CarQuest, uh, Napa, something like that where you, and just, you know, kind of ask the manager, say, you know, once you get into the questions of can I, would you like me to set up, um, then ask them, say, how many people do you normally have through here in a day? They'll usually tell you that. I, everybody I've asked, say, oh, we got a couple hundred or we got, you know, 500 or whatever. Uh, but don't beat yourself up. Even if you're in sales, what's one of the first things you learn in sales? You can't sell anything without the product knowledge. 
Once you learn right. the product knowledge, then you can sell it if you're a salesperson. So obviously you're a salesperson, so now you're learning the product knowledge. So the rest will be easy. And I believe in it. Learn the product knowledge. Yeah, exactly. So calling in right. and don't like that, don't beat yourself up. Maybe you didn't learn the product knowledge yet, and that's what you're doing here, and that's what's going to get you a little closer to getting a, a location. Perfect. Okay. Well, I appreciate the input. And, um, and, and if I have any more questions, I'll definitely call you or email you. Uh, I know I'm, we're friends on Facebook, so uh, I'll get in touch with, with you one way or another. Well, thank you for calling in, and, and you asked good questions, and do go, I don't know if you've listened to some of the other radio shows, but we've discussed locations and how to approach them and some things you could do. It's going to be hard to go to a location and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing a donating an animal rescue or something. You're going to want to go already to like the Humane Society and get their blessing and then then go before a I've business. Got that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've got well, I just that wanted to make sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's if you approach them with the idea, hey, I'm thinking about buying a hot dog cart, what do you think about me setting up here? You ain't going to get nowhere either. No. You've got to go in and give them the pitch that you've got a car, even though you don't, and say, hey, yeah, I've got a car that's licensed, yep. Yep. bonded, it's insured, ready whatever, go. ready to go, you know, we're doing these promotionals, blah, 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 you know, what do you think about me sitting yep. up here a couple nights giving it a shot or whatever? Yep, I've got a Walmart over in Illinois that's, uh, that's they, they'd allow me, and different Walmarts, are, it's, it's so weird because some of them will say, you have to go through corporate, and other ones will say, you know what, it's up to the general manager, and the general manager normally has no problem whenever you say it's for charity. And other ones are, are just like, no, we don't do it at all. It's, they're, they're all across the board here for some reason. But, you know, you just deal with it the way you can. So, yeah, well, I keep us up to date. getting too heavy with that Walmart stuff and all that. Like I said, I'd find me some good solid locations um, right. that, uh, that you know that people get into and use um, and, and do that. Because Walmarts are little tough yeah yeah i agree i agree all right well, well thanks again thank guys you. you bet all right you have a good evening you have a good day thanks hot dog save my life the book from a to z it's everything you wanted to know about hot dog vending and even some stuff you don't available at benscarts.com forward slash book don't spend a hundred dollars when you can get even more for less than 30 bucks Benscarts.com forward slash the book. Caller with the last four digits, 1842. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Thanks for calling in. Do you have a question or did you call in to answer some for us? Well, either. Um, tell that cat from St. Louis he needs to go downtown and talk to property managers. Um, it's the same here in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh-huh. Uh, we can't set up on any county or city property or we're allowed on private property. And the way I got downtown was I went and talked to property managers, and I have three really good locations downtown um, that the city can't complain about. I like that. So I'm not on property managers are your best friends if you can't set up on city property. Because like usually, that. if if they don't have a spot for you, they will redirect you to another property manager at another building. Um, I mean, one of my spots downtown is a 40-story high-rise. Um, I mean, it's a great location. 
I'm visible from all four corners of the building. I mean, downtown traffic's awesome. So tell that guy to go talk to some property managers. That's a good idea. Hey, tell me something. How long have you been um, vending? Uh, since December of 2010. So you've got some experience under your belt. And um, tell us what is the the most challenging thing you found in the business so far? Um, Put you on the spot, with, didn't uh, I? Well, yeah, well, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to... Dealing with competition has been my my main issue. Uh, everything else was pretty easy. We're, in my market, it's uh, buy a few permits, talk to the health department, and you're ready to go. Um, but there's a, there's some larger competition here that uh, we don't see eye to eye, so that's probably my biggest issue. Okay, and tell us what, um, well, I hate to leave it there because um, that kind of leaves well, it open. But what did you, yeah. what did you, <laughs> what was your solution to the to the issue? Um, just uh, doing my own thing, you know, not not worrying not about doing it. his thing, exactly. And that's you know, the best uh, way to handle it. You're exactly just, right. Uh, get out, get out there, and do your own thing. Make your own dogs. Uh, if he's got the market on the crazy, goofy, peanut butter and jelly dogs. You know, stick with the basics. Um, you know, do your Chicago dog. Do your sauerkraut and onions, you know, but use good quality stuff. Right. Well, uh, I agree with you. Now, tell me what you what's the biggest piece of advice you'd give to a new vendor? Don't go into it thinking you're going to knock it out of the park every day. You know, there's going to, there's going to be good days and bad days, isn't there? There's going to be a lot of bad days, and there's <laughs> going to be some days that you just look and go, "Dang, how did I do that?" You know, we, I'm small. I have one little cart. Um, you know, I do part time. Um, you know, we've talked several times, Ben. Um, I do a lot of stuff for Autism Speaks, and there's just, you know, some some days you go out and, you know, my worst day, I sold three hot dogs. Now, yeah, my I would... My day, yeah. we did 203 hours. <laughs> so, the three hot dog day, I've never had a day like that, so I can't even relate, but recently a lady... Um, messaged me and she's having some challenging times and and it comes down to leaving but someone um, responded on a blog post this week and asked what would your and I'm going to ask you and maybe you can answer this for them and Rob feel free to jump in how long would you stay at a location that's sucking that's doing bad before you've determined hey this ain't the right location before you left well, How I, long would I'm you probably, think of that? I'm probably the worst one to answer that question, Ben, because I have a couple of locations that I just need to give up on. But and, and you're still there. I just really do it part time. <laughs> right. That 
I'm pretty loyal to my spots, and I think that my customers know that. So I'm kind of just holding out hope that, you know, it picks up some there, that, you know, my my regular customers bring some more customers to me. Right. But uh, I'd give it a month. If you're, you know, I mean, a brand-new spot, <coughs> you, you need to go out and you need to go to the buildings that are around it or the offices or, you know, wherever it's at. and Put out flyers and out stuff like flyers that. Or, you know, now, I do want to. I do want to say cards. though, because you're part time, a month is different than somebody doing this full time, trying to make a living. Um, you know, yeah. with me, I couldn't stay at a place for a month because I would have been bankrupt if it was a bad spot. I mean, I would have been. I I I had to feed my family, so I was. I was looking from day one at locations. Where do I go? Where do I go? And I'd go here for three hours, and then I'd run up the street to another place, and I was trying all kinds of stuff. And I bet I went to 15 locations in a period of two weeks, and I and the ones that were doing okay, I'd go back to each day. But I may be from there from 10 to 12 and then 12 to 2 at another one. But I was hit and miss, plus I didn't, I didn't have any guidance. I was just trying to make a living. Well, I right. think well, on, some of, on some of the forums and some of the blogs, when I first got into this and I was doing some research, the, they were saying, oh, you need at least 30 to 90 days to build up your whatever and people knowing you and this and that, knowing your location. Hey, look, guys, I'm not waiting 90 days um, because you, you can – the good thing about a hot oil cart is I can go in and I can set up, and I don't care where it's at. It's at a bar. It's at a whatever. It takes me literally uh, – Two trips, and I say two trips as in two weeks, and that's it. let's say I'm there three days a week. So in six total trips, two weeks, I can give you a baseline of where I think it's going to be. Um, you're going to build some uh, brand loyalty where people are coming by, especially if you're in a public location. Now, if you're in a bar and you're out back at the bar or something like that, it's a little different. But if you're in a public location, you know, at a car quest or AutoZone, something like that, or a car whatever, um you're going to have some people that start coming by on a regular basis. Or they even see, I get people now at my daytime spot, they'll ride by and say, oh, I saw your hot dog cart and I turned around. Um, so you're going to get well, on that. But I still know a baseline of where I'm going to be if that's a decent location within a couple weeks working about six days total. Well, let me rephrase that. I actually do a different spot every day. So this is not like sitting there for a month, 30 days. You're actually right. going there four times. Right in that month. So if I don't if a month to me is four weeks. You know, I'm there four times in that month. See what I'm saying? I do it a different right. spot every day. I have five okay. locations Monday through Friday. Then that may be and hurting you too. That may be hurting you as far as the five different locations because if if those locations are used to having a as far as they can't get used to the, when's the vendor going to be there kind of deal, and you're relying on local traffic that pulls in and gets a dog, that may hurt you. It's like Biker Jim out in Colorado. He's at the 17th and Arapaho, I think, is the street corners he, he's on, and he's been there for five years. He hadn't moved. And, and even I've on tried his, that. Yeah. I've tried that single location <laughs> in my market. It does not work. Um, well, you have to do what you have to do, and, and listen, I'm not telling you you're doing it wrong. I'm just telling you I, I, I used the shotgun method. 
I tried so many right. different things till I narrowed it down to two good spots, and I started exactly. working those two good spots. And I have my Thursday and Friday is my two days where I make up for the rest of the week. I have a hospital on Thursday and then that 40-story building on Friday, and those are my bread and butter. My customers know I'm going to be there on Thursday, rain or shine, and, you well, know, Friday, rain and shine. I can set up in the parking garage. They walk, they'd rather walk to me than walk to their car because it's like in the rain. So you're you've yeah, but you've been doing this long enough. You've built up some clientele, and they're used to where you're going to be. And so I admire sure. that. But um, I, I I hate hearing about somebody doing you know a twenty dollar day or something. That just it, it infuriates me because I don't want any vendor to to get out there and do that. It's a lot of work to to go out and fail. And I've had days where when I first began, where I tried a location and I was there a couple hours and make sixty bucks, and I was like, this isn't going to work. And but right. I would stick it out to try different times a day in a location because I wanted to see when, what the patterns were, and I kept a log. I just wrote it down on a yellow pad, and I'm a yellow pad junkie. If it wasn't for me, yellow pad would go out of business. <laughs> and they um and I'd write it down on a yellow pad. I got three on my desk right now. And so What's that's your uh, I, redneck blackberry. My redneck blackberry, yeah, and my, I've got more important stuff on it than I do in my phone. I'd be more scared to lose my yellow pad than my darn phone. (laughs) But, hey, listen, I don't mean to to beat you off the phone, but I've I've got some other callers I want to get to. And um, I I do want to thank you for calling in. And um, you you gave good advice to help people out. I'd love to hear back from you to see if you've tried some different things to ease in. And but something I do want to say thank you for is I I have an autistic child and I thank you for supporting that. Um it, it, it gave me chill bumps when I heard you say it and um I I just want to if I if I was standing next to you I'd hug your neck. Right. Well, that's my I have an autistic child too. So my my whole thing was getting in this business was so I could take her to school in the morning, pick her up in the afternoon and take her to her therapies. So basically I'm just working lunches to make some extra money so I can spend more time with her. And I mean, that's been my whole goal. So if I go out and make 150 bucks in a day, I'm just doing good because, you know, I get to go see her and and be with her and be a full-time father again, not working for the man. Well, well if you if I can ever do anything for it or you have an event coming up or you want to raise money for an event, um holler at me, I'd love to help. All right, Ben. I will do it. I thank you. Thank you. You have a good evening. We have another I think we've got two other callers on the line. Um I want to get right to you. Let me jump to a short um, commercial, and we'll be right back. Hot Dog Vendor Radio, HDVR, broadcasting live from atop the Smoky Mountains, sponsored by Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben'sCarts.com. Grab a can, tighten your string, and lend us an ear. Uh, 
increase your sales, become a better vendor, and grow your business. Learn from other professionals and look cool while doing it. You can get it all from listening to HDVR, reading the blogs, and getting Ben's book, Hot Dog Save My Life. Ben'sCarts.com forward slash book. We're back live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio, and we've got some calls waiting. I am taking call a caller with the last four digits, 5538. Thank you for calling. Hey, Ben. How are you doing? Doing great. Um, this is Larry from Fort Lauderdale. I really all right. I didn't wake you up, did I? No, I always sound like that. Well, I just wanted to make sure you got to speak up so everybody can hear you, Larry. All right, buddy. Listen, I'm glad you called guys, in. Did, did you call in for me to ask you some questions, or did you call in to um, ask a question, Larry? I would like to ask a question. I've been doing this um, since November, and you and I spoke about um, getting permits and stuff, and I had called you. I just had purchased your book and started reading it. Um, also... You had told me that it was unconstitutional for the city to, you know, not let you vend. I was in front of a Best Buy and a Pep Boys, uh-huh. and it, there, were, there was no food around there. And code enforcement came to me and said that I couldn't vend there. And I said, why? And I went to a city council meeting, and I was a little intimidated. And I got the worst answer from city council, because where I was vending was right between two cities. So city council told me, why don't you go across the street? I mean, I had to just laugh at that. That was like, you know, somebody coming to my car and, and saying, you know, I'd like uh, a hot dog. And I'd say, now, nah, why don't you go to your store? I mean, it was just the most absurd answer. But meanwhile, I got chased from that location. And I, I can't get a permit in the city. And I know you guys are talking about um, going on private property. Private property has nothing to do with the city. Because I was on private property. Well, you're you're right. In my city, it's the same way, Larry. Um, it doesn't matter if I'm on the mayor's front yard and he's given me permission. They don't allow it in my city. And um, it is challengeable, but it may be an uphill battle. I know several vendors that have won it just by taking case history in and showing it to the city attorney or the city council. And they'll review it and and may possibly turn it over. Or you can just contact the Institute for Justice and file a they'll they'll file a case. But you're in a line because a lot yeah. of vendors are doing the same thing. I mean, they have they have a courthouse in my city, which obviously is busy. They won't allow vending in the city. Period. So. They claim that it has to be ambulatory, which means that you have to be moving. Right. So I said, well, that's fine. I said, customer comes to me, and now I move back to Best Buy. 
I'm not done with that customer, and then I go to Pet Boys. They said, no, that's not the truth. I said, well, hypothetically, let me ask you a question. Obviously, you want a line of people to come all the time. So I said, what if there's a line of people and the line doesn't stop? Too bad. You have to keep moving. I mean, I just, I'm fighting enough. This is one of those things where you can't fight City Hall. Well, you can fight them. That has already been tried in federal court, that whole thing about moving a cart every 15 minutes or 20 minutes, that kind of mess. That has been ruled unconstitutional. So, so it's a matter of getting it before them and showing them that it's unconstitutional and getting it changed. But I would contact the Institute for Justice. They don't charge you. Right now, to be... I would like to contact them. I'm going to email you, and you'll give me their phone number. I sure will. Um, And I really appreciate all your help. You've been nothing but a gem to me. And I tell you the truth. Right now I'm working Fort Lauderdale Beach, and I'm just not doing it. I mean, you know, today I went out there and I did $170. And you would think that somebody would pay big money to be in that spot. So far, code enforcement hasn't stopped me. The police have not stopped me, and I'm there illegal. I know I'm there illegal, but I just do my own thing, and until I get chased, I'm going to stay there. Are you getting traffic there? Is it a lot of walk-by people on the beach? There is a lot of walk I'm on the west side of A1A. On the west there- side, so you're you're across the street from the beach. I'm- Cross street from the beach, and there's traffic, and you would, I even put a sign up on one of your garbage pails, you know, hot dogs with an arrow pointing to me, but I mean, I am like eight steps away. Can you afford, um, and I know this may sound stupid, but can you afford to hire a girl for the day? Can you afford to you know, hire somebody to stand there? Can you guarantee, like, could you say, hey, I'll give you, I mean, you could if you went to the college there. If you went to the college and, you know, they have a bulletin board and just hang up on, or go on Craigslist and post it and say, listen, guaranteed $200, um, one day I need a girl to run a hot dog cart, I'll be there with you. Um, and if you can get her to wear shorts and a, a bikini top, and a, that, this may sound misogynistic, it, it, it didn't meant well, that way, but that will stop traffic. Sometimes guys on the side of the beach selling hot dogs, if you don't really have a good-looking setup, like good-looking signs, professional-looking, it's going to be tricky. If they're handwritten signs... I can't, I can't afford to draw attention to me because then code enforcement's going to come or... Um, the police are going to come to me. Well, I don't think and you could get any more drawn attention with your... Yeah, I mean, you got a hot dog cart on the side of A1A. Well, I'm in the parking lot. I'm in the disabled parking lot, <coughs> which is, you know, like eight, ten steps away from the sidewalk. But nobody stopped me in a month. Well, I that mean, makes I me really think that you may, you may have found a good spot to be, and 170 in the bad day if, as long as you didn't work eight hours for it. Well, um, it's good It's good profit. It's good yeah. profit. I'm getting $3 a hot dog. Oh, my goodness. Well, you may, need to sti- you may need to stick it out, and you may need to try maybe getting some 
um, good looking signs done, even if you can only afford one right now for twenty five bucks or no, something. I could do that. And if you'd make some decent signs with a picture of a hot dog that you're making, or you know, a picture of a if you'd make a Chicago dog, put a picture of it. Um, that's recognizable anywhere in the country, I think. Um, or a chili dog. Have a picture. Maybe put up a sign if you're selling Vienna or Sabrettes or whatever. Maybe one of their signs and kind of snazzy it up a little bit. You you may end up. I know a vendor that's on the side of a road, and he's in Podunkville, Tennessee. And he has a piece of indoor-outdoor green carpet that he sets up on, and he's in a big pull-off for where semis can pull off and check their tires and stuff before they go up this hill. And he's at the bottom of that hill, and he made his little place look sexy. It just looks good. It looks clean and inviting. And that may help you some, too. I'm glad you're making money. And um, I'm going to... I don't mean to rush you off the phone, Larry, but I'm going to take some other calls. We've got about five callers waiting, and I'm going to try to get to them. Um, but please feel free to call me anytime, Larry, and I'll be happy to help you. Did you hear me? I think I lost Larry. Um, the um, I'm going to take a call, Rob, here, and we'll keep going. Um, this is wonderful, people calling in. Oh, yeah. We're doing good tonight. Hey, hey, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. This is Ben and Rob. Can you hear me? Hello? Hey, hey. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? This is Ben with Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Am I talking to Ben or am I going crazy right now? You are talking to Ben on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. (laughs) (laughs) We got Rob on the we got Rob on the phone. Yeah, I didn't call out your phone number. I probably should have. But. Sorry about that. <laughs> Tell me. Um, I actually, go ahead. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I actually have a, a few questions. Um, I'm looking. I'm actually. Uh, first off, I want to say, uh, you know, thanks for writing your book. Uh, it was a really big, like, inspiration for me. Um, I kind of, like, lost my job recently. And uh, it's just been real tough trying to make money. And, uh, yeah, after reading that, it was just kind of uplifting. But my uh, my pops actually, uh, he offered to help me build a cart. And uh, I had a quick question. I, I didn't buy your plants because I'm, I'm, I'm a mess right now. I don't have enough money. But uh, my dad's a handyman, and uh, he's going to help me. But I'm having trouble figuring out what type of propane burner to implement into the design, or like where I could find one. Even if you would just help me with that, that'd be amazing. I don't like mind a bit. Um, I, I don't mind a bit. And let me tell you what I'll do. Um, I, I buy the burners, and we're soon to have them on the website separately, so anybody can buy these burners. They're cast iron. Oh, the awesome. last. They'll last longer than you'll ever be serving hot dogs. You won't ever have to replace them. They're what we put in our cart. They're commercial. We have them custom made for us. They're not these little, you know, salvage out of a a grill from Lowe's or something. They're real burners made for this. And if you want to email me or something, I can get you those. And um, if you want, um, I'll, um, if you want the plans, if you'll, if you'll email me, um, tonight, and I'll probably not respond till tomorrow, just because the show goes so late. Um, I will, I will get you the plans out to you, and you can pay me once you start making money with your cart. <laughs> That's awesome, man! I appreciate that. 
You bet. Very um, cool. I um but we can even if you don't, we can we can get you I'll get you in touch with the burners and get you the right burners or tell you where you can find similar burners. You'll just pay more for them. There's a few places that sell a burner similar to ours. Um but I'll um I'll give you those options, and you can go which way you want with it. Giddy up, man. That's awesome. Um, another one. Um, well, basically, this is where I'm. I, I got like kind of all my ducks, and I kind of got basically all my supplies, everything I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, need to buy. I got it all listed out. Um, but you know, today I uh, started calling around. You know, having the same issue that one of the other callers had, and I don't mean a lot. I don't want to, you know, cover too much of the same question, but. Um, like, if you're having trouble lining up work, like, like I want to, like, pull the trigger on it, but I'm just, you know, I don't want to necessarily, you know, build this thing and then be like, well, what am I going to set up now? You know, um, I have, I actually have one, I have one prospect, it was actually my first idea, um, and it actually seems like it's, you know, that, that was the only town that actually didn't care. Um, you know, I, I took your idea, uh. There's a factory. It's, it's actually it's a it's a road with three factories. It's got an Amscan, CNS. You know, each place has probably like 700 employees. You know, each. Yep. Um, so I'm, I want to set up on that road, um, and that was only like 250 bucks. So hopefully, I'm just praying that um, you know all those factories are going to be cool with me staying there. Because I don't know, technically, you know, I have to get their permission because I'd be across the street. Uh. But, you know, I'm just kind of, you know, would you, would you still go, like, pull the trigger, you know, on something like that, even if you only have, like, one or two, uh, you know, possible? Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. This, okay. is, this is almost like the, the movie um, Field of Dreams. You build it and they will come. Well, it, it's almost a mental thing. It's like Rob was saying a minute ago. He said, pitch this as you already have a cart. Um, because if you're mentally not there yet, if you're kind of stammering and stuttering around about, well, I'm trying to get a cart built or, you know, right, right, as soon exactly. as my dog's leg gets better, I'm going to get a cart built and then we're going to be on a road and I'd like to come set up in front of your store. Um, it, it depends on the pitch. And if you already had a cart right now, your pitch would change just because of the psychology knowing you have a cart. So. You would walk up there and go, hey, we've got a cart, and we're going to be in your area next week. What do you think about us stopping here? Um, we don't charge for it. We'll try it for a day or two. If you like it, we may come back. And, yeah, no, um, I'm totally with that. Yeah. And, and so some of them will want regular. Yeah, that, the, that's um, not a problem. <laughs> More work, the better at this point was for me, you know. And and the whole thing is that they're at you know they um they work on like those shifts so you know it operates twenty four hours and I'm pretty sure I know they have like a roach coach that passes through there and sets up but I'm almost ninety nine percent sure um that if they, he's only there like in like during the day and that night shift they only have a McDonald's that they can go to so it's pretty limited as to or they can bring their lunch it's kind of almost the same situation that you. You, ha- you know, you mentioned in your book, so I kind of right. when I read that, I was like, "Damn, I gotta, you know, tr- possibly hop on that." But you know, going back to you know not having a cart yet, you know, I wanted to call them tomorrow, CNS, to see if I could set up there, like directly right in front of their, you know, their place. Um, don't call them. But I don't have my cart. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't call. Them. Um, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's go, what I was gonna do. I want to make go sure. in person if you have to take pictures from my website. Here's the cart we have. We go around, 
we're setting up right now. We're somewhere else, but we plan on being here in a couple of weeks. And um, how would you like it if we came out and set up one evening? Do you you know find out about their lunch shift? I wouldn't. I wouldn't That's call the thing. them. Yeah, I, I want to call and like you know I, I want to make sure that I can even set up their period. You know before right. I even get it too excited. Well, it's easy to get a no on the phone. Just remember that. And so if they don't have security where you can't just go up to um, the front office and find out, some of these places would love to have you. I was at a factory a few weeks ago in Georgia, and we are doing a custom enclosed trailer for a guy, and I had to get a trailer that was huge. And he... um, I was telling him, you know, what we did, and and we were chit chatting. Me and the owner of this place, and he goes, "My gosh, I'd love it if a hot dog vendor came out here to our factory." Now this guy has over 300 employees, and they all have to bring their lunch because they're so far from town they can't get to. I mean, they got a convenience store, but they don't have any real food, and so right. Um, and he's so far from a real town, it's pathetic. But if I had no cell service for two and a half hours, if that gives you an idea. As far as the drive into there, two and a half hours of no cell service. Um, but wow. the um, that that's something to think about. Is is a lot of these places? This may not be the one. Don't be discouraged. But some you will find locations. Period. Um, yeah, that, the, that, that's yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to get over right now. Is just like knowing that you know I just got to go with it, build it, and uh, you know just start you know going with it. But. Uh, it's uh, freaking hard, man. I can't even sleep at night thinking about it. I'm like, God damn it, I want to start. But it's just, it's hard to actually, you know, because, like, once you go, man, that's it. <laughs> You're in it to win it at that point. Well, I thank um, you for calling. I'm going to – I'm gonna. Uh, did you get all your questions in? Yeah, no, yeah, that, that was definitely okay. it. That was probably well, more than what I wanted to ask. <laughs> I thank you for calling and um, and and stay on the line, and, and maybe we'll um, – will inspire you, but I've, I'm going to jump to some other callers here. Yeah, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate all Thank your help. You. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you that have been waiting um, for so long patiently, I want to thank you, and I want to um, just tell you I appreciate you waiting, and I will get to you. I'm sorry you've had to wait so long, but um, I think this is going to help everybody. I think this is a better idea with all these questions that have come in because it's going to help more people. Um Lose 10 pounds, grow your hair back, and start smelling better today. Just a few of the side effects from listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Hello, hello. Um, This is Caller with the last four digits, 4257. You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio. You're live on the air. Um, And did you have a question for us, or were you calling? Jessica, my dog's bought. Hey, hey, how are you? We're doing good. We haven't got started yet, but we're pretty close to starting. And, uh, and sure, you can ask me some questions. Well, um, what's what's been the most challenging for you so far in getting started? Uh, just the just financial stuff, you know, just getting it all done. You want to do it all at once, but it's delayed gratification, no? Right. Waiting to right. get it all done. I just... One thing at a time, we're getting a hitch on the car, and then we need some, and that's pretty much the last thing. We need some uh, supplies as far as food, and we're good. I'm ready to go. I'll be setting up right on the street side of my town. I love it. I, I love have it. Events, 
couple of events already. Um, you know, I'll be doing Farmer's Market, and uh, I have a 4th of July event that I'll be going to so far, and there's a huge festival in our town. I won't be in the festival, but I'll be street side doing it. I love it. Now, when, how soon will you be up and running? Uh, not not as soon as I'd like. Uh, probably within the next couple of weeks, I would hope. I'm hoping uh, for the next couple of weeks. I'm really excited about it. I have prospects all over the place. Uh, I'm in a small town. I've been living there for three years. I've met so many people, and they're all like, when are you going to start? When are you going to start? The weather's just now starting to cooperate. Yeah, well, the weather is. Yeah. Well, that'll be good. You'll you're starting at a good time of year, and you'll um. It's good that you've been there and you've made some friends, and so it'll be easier to get you know break the ice with some of these places you may want to set up. That'll be exciting. Right. I heard from a guy today who has been struggling with location, struggling, 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 and I, and he's honestly done his his best to get good locations, and he's tried several, and some have had some good days, but they weren't consistent. And he told me that he was at a meeting for a child that got in trouble at the school and the um, was telling the the principal or whoever it was, I guess, um, at the school about his um, hot dog cart while they were waiting on the child to be you know, brought down from class. And she said, well, why don't you come to our school functions, our games and stuff? We don't have, con- you know, we just have popcorn and drinks. And... So he just got a gig and a half. Um, right. And so you never know where they're going to come from, these little, you know, these people you meet. And so right, I'm and excited to hear it. how you, know, you I've do. been involved with so much of the community over the past year and a half that, you know, I'm just hoping that once I'm out there and they actually see me doing it, that more and more people are going to ask for us to come, you know. Well, I'm I am... Um, I I can't wait for you to get started. Did you have a question for me tonight, Jessica? Oh yeah, not until I heard you offer your plans uh, uh, before being paid. Well, I probably should have done that off the air. Um, I'm the, so the the um if um bottom line is is I I just wanted to help him out. He's in a situation where he couldn't he couldn't get him. Are now you're almost built or you're not built or you need the plans. Um, um what do you need? Yeah, I already bought the cart from you. <laughs> um no, I just thought that was really cool. That was a really cool thing of you to do. Well, um is there anything I can help you with? No, I'm good right now. Well, what well, my husband has a question. His name's Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Ben. How are you? I was just wondering how you go about selecting what dog, you know, whether it be Sabrettes or whatever, what dog you would recommend to choose, you know? Well, let me tell you. I put it in my book, but I'll, I'll tell you, and I've written it in the blog, but um, what I did is a taste test, and nobody taught me this part. I just, I, I just figured, okay, I don't know what dog to go with, and I went to the grocery store and bought... Um, we have a brand called Lay's and Swaggerty's and and then your normal Oscar Myers and stuff like that and and so I bought all these dogs and I think Nathan's was amongst it and I tried them and but I did it with family and friends. We live in a holler, is what you call it in Tennessee. I don't know if that's even a real word, but um, it's just <laughs> it's a it's a hole in between hills, you know, that lead to mountains. And basically, AT&T calls it a non-serviceable area. And <laughs> um, 
but anyway, all the family, my wife's family lives in the holler. And so it was easy to gather people. And so I, I, I put different dogs on different buns. You could put anything you wanted on your dog, and I used the cart just like they were a real customer, and I had them get in a line, and I did that because I wanted to learn how to do it. And then what I did is I cut the dogs up into bite-sized pieces and put different colored toothpicks in them. So I would have, um, you know, my Nathans all had all the bite-sized pieces parts of Nathan's would have a blue toothpick and then I had a red toothpick in in my Lay's and and Oscar Mayer ballparks had this well I did that and then I my mom told me about Sam's Club's dogs so I went and bought a box of those but I bought the cheap ones and nobody liked them and then I tried the all beef Sam's and I know there's some people that are going to say oh they're nasty don't use the Sam's all beef they're yuck and but it's all personal preference. In my neck of the woods, they loved them. And so it's worked well for me. And so when somebody asked me, that's that's what I did. I, I did a taste test among friends and family. And that way I got an honest answer. Because they didn't have to eat five hot dogs. All they had to eat is a bite out of five hot dogs. You see what right. I'm saying? And then right. I still made plenty of hot dogs for them to eat. But that gave me a good idea of what they what they liked. They would just tell me, yeah, the red toothpick ones, those are my favorite. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Sounds like a good plan. All right, Ben, thanks for chatting with me. I'll hey, be listening hey, to the rest of the show. Aaron and Jessica, please um, post a picture or call me or let me know how your day, your first day goes. Oh, I will for sure. Oh, yeah, and Ben, I don't know if my wife told you, but we ran through a bunch of people around here from the fire marshal to the building, and everybody wanted to take a look at this car, and everybody from the health inspector to the fire chief, everybody, when they first saw it, said, wow, that's the nicest car I've ever seen. I so, love it. You know, I love you. small towns. I love small towns. <laughs> um, it, it, so do it just, I. It, it's so much easier sometimes in these small towns. But it was I, um, easy, Ben. You have no idea. I was all nervous. I went in the city hall. I'm like, what do I need from you to run this hot dog car? And they were like, nothing. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, awesome. They said you can park in any legal parking place on the street. Well, you know, I'm going to get deluged with me. emails now. They're going to go, where does Jessica and Aaron live? Yeah, where does she live? I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have 55 hot dog vendors there tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I know it. <laughs> Y'all well, I guess we already have one in the town, but I've never – they tell me there's one in town, but I have never, ever seen them, so I'm not worried about it. I I don't, wouldn't worry about it either. If you've got more than one convenience store, right, you Ben, you have a good support. night. Thank you. Y'all have a good night. Bye-bye. Thanks, Ben. Bye. Um, we've still got callers on the line. We've got about 34 minutes in the show, so I'll try to get through these. We had a bunch of questions come in, Rob, and I don't know that we're going to have time to get to them all, but it'll make for a great show next week. Um, if everybody can wait, we've got people that want to know about cleaning carts. We've got people that wanted to know about leasing carts and renting out carts, and I'm going to try to get to the renting carts, at least do a brief thing on it so I can kind of guide, um, give some guidance there in case that's urgent. Um, um, and maybe I can get my wife on the show on cleaning carts. <laughs> we'll be right back. HDVR Live Hot Dog Vendor Radio.
Hello, this is Ben. You are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio with the last four three three one zero. Hello. Hey, what's up, Ben? Stuart. Hey, how are you? Who's this? Stuart. Stuart, how are you? Stuart, what's Stu-dog. going on? Stuart. Huh? <laughs> right. I was actually didn't realize I pushed one button. Oh, it's okay. Hey, if if you want to stay on the line, I'll leave you on the line, and um, I'll leave you live on it. So don't you know cuss out the kids or you know beat a dog or something. And I'm gonna Absolutely. go ahead and, and grab another call here. Oh, that worked. Hey, this is Ben. You're listening live to Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Last five or last four of your phone numbers five five three eight. Hello. Hey Ben. Hey. It's Larry again. I'm sorry, my battery died on my um, phone, my portable phone. Anyway, uh, that's okay. I think buddy, I think you are absolutely the most honest, reputable person I think I have ever met besides myself, and I cannot thank you for trying to help me and help the other hot dog vendors. It's absolutely incredible what you do for no money. And well, Larry, you are- I, I I love it. You're you're making me blush, but there, there's a lot of good people out there helping, and I thank you for saying it, and I'm happy to help. I mean, it's what I live for. Um, yeah. Rob and I were talking about this today. He He's the same way. It's why he's been doing the show. He doesn't get paid to do the show. He doesn't get paid to take calls and emails during the week, and he's still helping people, and and I, I love being associated with people like that. You've got people like David Delato and Darren Culbertson and Sandy, and um, I mean, you've got tons of people on on even Facebook that are answering each other's questions, helping each other out. And that's what I love about it: this camaraderie, this familyness of it. Um, I thought I'm I was happy paid a hundred thousand a year. I don't know uh, how that got mixed up. But, uh, well. <laughs> what, did, what did you say, Larry? What did you say, Larry? I, I said I'm happy to be part of that family. Um, anyways, I sent you an email, and I, I I don't expect you to answer it now, but if you could do it tomorrow, that would be awesome. And I, I don't want to hold it up because there's other people that want to ask you questions, and you are absolutely the best. Well, And I mean that sincerely. I'm going to have to get this... Um, clip saved from this show so that I can play that to my wife when she's mad. Okay, no problem. <laughs> she could call me and I'll tell her. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much, Ben, and thank you for all the hot dog vendors listening and let's stay as a family. Hey, thank you, Larry, and, and have a kick-butt day tomorrow. I hope so. I hope so. As long all as right. I don't get stopped by code enforcement, I'll be okay. Hey, it's been a month running. You get any luckier yeah. than that, you need to play the lottery. I need it. I need it for two more weeks to having the Aaron C. show here. Oh, man. I will They'll be busy. They'll be busy chasing, chasing people away. They don't chase work. me. That's right. Well, you have All a right. good evening, Larry. Thanks for calling back Thank in. I'm worried. Thank you for everything. Thank you. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, Rob, let's um let's cover um this... um. Um, this stuff a little bit. Let's cover. Um, 
I'd like to cover the leasing stuff, and if we have time, I'd like to cover some cleanup on a cart. We had some questions about that. But um, leasing um, is tricky. I do have some forms that I use, and I offer them on the website. Um, you'll have to – I have to advise you. I mean, I had a lawyer draw them up. They're pretty um, – they're pretty – they cover all the bases, but they allow you to change stuff. But you'll always want to run it by another lawyer or a paralegal or somebody in your state so that you know that it will that it will hold up. Um, let me give you just the basics on it, though. If I was going to, today, lease a cart or rent a cart out, I would rather rent it. Um, you can rent it multiple ways. You can rent it with a location, without a location. You can um, – I don't know what specifically your needs are, but you can always email me, and I'll try to steer you in the right direction. But the basic gist is is you need to get more money out of it if you're giving them a location, the cart, the license, all the stuff. They don't have to do anything but buy the product. Some people even buy the product for them. So it depends on how in-depth you want to get. If you just want to lease them the cart, though um, – just um just i'm i'm sorry i was hugging a child good night um just lease them the cart and but have some stipulations one make sure you're protected have them go spend $50 and get a $10,000 bond a bond just means that you're protected it's like an insurance policy without all the paperwork it says if they fail to meet their end of the deal as far as they don't pay you they don't come back with the cart the bond pays you. Um, State Farm issues bonds. I think ten thousand for a year is fifty bucks. That's it. Um, so, and I'm sure it's less for less bonds, but I doubt you'll find many agents to write a, a smaller bond at ten grand. Um, there may be some, but it, it's a lot of paperwork on their end for a little tiny bit of money. Um, that is one way to do it. Um, you can also have them add you as an additional insured. On the cart, as far as if they are going to insure it behind your their vehicle, or you need to call your insurance agent and make sure it's insured while it's behind their vehicle. Make sure that your insurance covers them while they're using it, um, or require them to get their own policy for the period they're using it. Um, I have found that in in a lot of states, there's different rules on leasing. Like, let me give you an example. If I lease you a house, if you don't pay me, it can take me up to 90 days in Tennessee to get you out of the house to evict you. Um, but if I rent you the house on a weekly basis, even though you pay monthly, um, it only takes me 72 hours to get you out. And if I rent you the house on a daily basis, even though I collect it monthly, it only takes me about three hours to get you out of the house. So if when you're attacking it from that standpoint, obviously you don't want to be renting to people that are deadbeats and wouldn't that would haul off with your cart. But there there are those out there and so you have to protect yourself. You have to look at all the variables that could happen. And so what I would do is I would go under the equipment side in Tennessee and you can check your rules. In Tennessee we have like rental tool companies so you can go rent a hammer if you want or you can go rent a pressure washer for the day well 
those rental companies, if you don't return it by a certain time, they can file a warrant for your arrest. So, and not that they do that, but they do it if somebody did didn't return and didn't call and they couldn't be reached. That means they took off with their some crack addict took off with their you know their backhoe. So, if you list it as you know equipment rental, then it's on a day to day basis or an even a half-day basis, you could, you're going to be protected more probably. I know you will in Tennessee. I don't know about all the other states, but I would assume a lot of them follow suit as far as, especially in geographical areas. So I would look at those. The, if you need the paperwork, if you will email me, I'll send you a link where you can um, you can get that. I, I sell it on the website. I don't sell it much. I don't even advertise it on the website or anything. Um, but I have a special link for it. That, but you you can also you know talk to an attorney and he can draw you up one. Mine's just going to be you know way cheaper. Um, Rob, do you have anything to add there as far as with somebody um, leasing or renting? How would you handle it? Um, pretty much like you talk about, um, you know, I, I've never leased a cart personally, so I can't say, um, I can say if I was going to lease a cart, um, you know, leasing a cart, there's, you know, again, there's a bunch of ways to skin a cat, I guess you could say, but, um, you know, the, um, you could actually just rent them the cart like a piece of equipment. Say, you go get your permit, you go get your commissary, and I'm going to lease you a cart. Uh, you could do that. That's probably the simplest, easiest thing with the bond. You don't have. You're not even out with any liability. You know what have you as far right. as your, your personal license. Uh, but this this lady's actually leasing a cart, and I don't know if she's doing the location, but she's specifically. She already has the license and commissary. She's going to let right. her use it. Well, right. yeah, on the day she's not. What, right. Um, that's, that's where you got to protect yourself. Yeah, that's that's pretty high liability, and you, you ask me, um, where people can cause you problems with the health department, and it's under your license, or you, you know what I'm saying. So you got to be a little careful with that. Um, the other thing is to treat them almost like an employee, but lease it. Um, and I, you know, that's the other option is where you're kind of paying them the the labor to do the hot dogs, uh, you know, a dollar a hot dog or whatever the case may be. That way you have a little more control. Um, right. You know, still their business, but they're treated almost like an employee, kind of like a bartender. You know, a bartender is pretty much self-employed uh, or a real estate agent. Yes, they work under your real estate license, but you're there monitoring and governing them on their day-to-day operation of acting as a real estate agent. So this is kind of the same thing, and, you know, they would, you know, come at a certain time, um, leave work at a certain time, so forth, but yet they're kind of an independent agent. They're an independent hot dog agent um, that works for you under your license. And that's, again, the best analogy I can give you is a real estate agent. That's kind of what they do. That's good. Um, There's there's so many aspects to renting a cart. If I wanted to make it simple and I was going to give them a location, the cart, the license, and and if I trusted them, I may let them work under my license as an employee, but I'm going to charge them a little more for the day because I'm taking all the risk and I'm giving them the product and everything, and they're just showing up and running the cart. If you're going to let them buy the product, which is the way I prefer to do it, that way, if they want to give five of their friends, you know, six Happy Meals, 
then that's out of their pocket, and you don't have to worry right. about them explaining that, or you don't have to worry about counting hot dogs at the end of the day. Um, right. But there is a lot of money in renting carts, um, a lot, a lot of money. Um, I used to make it. And it is a headache. It's a full-time job. I don't do it anymore, but it is doable. There are people doing it. There's a guy out in San Diego I did a blog on years ago, two, three, I guess about two years ago. Um, he has, I think, 76 carts in San Francisco or San Diego. It's one of the sands in California. So um, let's. Um, I hope I answered that. If I didn't answer it good enough, we'll try to cover more, and I'll try to be um, more clear maybe. Um, I didn't prepare for it, and um, there's so many variables. But let's talk cart cleaning. Um, we have a guy that asked about best ways, I guess, to clean a cart. I don't know the specifics, what he's wanting to know. Um, I use Simple Green, and I'm a redneck, and so I keep Simple Green in my pickup toolbox. And if I leave a busy, busy place and I've got grease splattered, now if my wife's with me, she's kept the cart clean all day, okay? She keeps it pretty dang clean, um, better than I would. But usually around the front of the cart where you've splashed or and there's some that greasy water, you know, turns, congeals on the outside of the cart, you can't see it as good, but it still makes the cart look dingy, is I'll take the simple green and spray it, and then I drive through a car wash, where it's handheld and put in my quarters, and I spray my cart down after I let the simple green sit on it, and then I don't have to scrub. Now my grill, I do have to scrub, and you know I'll take the the thing out of it. My wife, when she goes, she wraps my grill top in aluminum foil and makes it all pretty, and then it, it's way easier to clean. I cook straight on the grill because I like the pretty marks in the dogs, and so. Um. If you've watched recent videos, you've seen me do that where I, you know, I just use the grill just like it is. And you can buy those grill replacements. So if they get really, really bad from you scrubbing on them and the enamel comes off eventually, just um, put another one in there. They're they're not horribly expensive and they'll keep it looking good. Um, if there's another question you have... Um, Put it on the chat. Message me on the chat about the cleaning if I didn't cover something there. Um, Rob, I can tell you, is like um, anal retentive clean about his cart, and it's a good thing because it looks good all the time. And so if if you um, – <laughs> I don't know that I haven't talked to Rob during the week, and I don't hear him scrubbing. And Brady, so, I was doing that earlier today when you called me. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you have any stainless steel left on your cart, but you, it's, you it's like a high mirror polish at this point. You know, the more you, <laughs> more you scroll on it, it becomes high mirror polish. But what um, what products do you use on it? Pretty much, uh, instead of Simple Green, I use Grease Lightning. I, I, I grew up in messing in some restaurants stuff as a kid. Uh, uh, teenager and stuff cooking, and, and one of the guys uh, years ago used grease lightning. It's pretty, it's pretty nasty stuff. So you got to rinse really well, but it cuts through grease and grime and any of that stuff just quick. And I use a scrub brush. Um, what works best for me is a brush that is used to clean wheels. Um, like um, it's it's kind of hard to explain, but if you go ask for a wheel brush in like an auto detail shop or like an auto zone or something, 
it uh, because it gets around nooks and corners and, and around and around your burners and down inside your steam area and around your box and all that. And I just scrub it down. I spray it down with grease light and scrub it down. And then I uh, use just a regular dishwashing soap in a bucket and a, and a rag, you know, and just get it all soapy like you're washing your car. Rinse it all right. really well and then towel dry it because if you don't towel dry um, stainless when it's sitting in the sun, it'll be like spotted. But if right. you do get spots, you can either use, um, they make stainless steel polish as a spray, or you can actually, what I found, uh, my mother-in-law actually told me about it, is a uh, pledge with orange. Um, and you just spray it and wipe it down, and it gets all the water spots off, um, and that's what I use. Um, the pans, of course, I use pan liners. Um, in my chili pan especially, I use a pan liner. And... Uh, you have to play with those as far as double boiler or not, because if you don't use a double boiler, they um, they can melt around the edges and some other things. But uh, I use a double boiler, so there's not a whole lot of cleanup when it comes to really scrubbing. Um, but you know, I do. I mean, you have to wash it all down. Um, I clean my wheels, tires, everything's spotless. So you know, that's just the way it is. I mean, that's the way I want it to look. And um, to me, it goes a long way when people come up to your cart and they brag about how clean it is or that's the cleanest hot dog cart I've ever seen or whatever. So that uh, is, uh, you know, just kind of nice, you know, when you get those kind of compliments. You know, people are confident in eating with you when you hear right, that. Right, right. Well, you've talked well, before that you have a guy in your town that you don't, um, you wouldn't let your dog eat off of. And I've seen some vendors like that that are nasty. You know, Stu, what are you, I know you've been just extremely busy. What are you using to keep your cart clean as far as, you know, at the end of the day, even keeping constant cleaning on it, it's still pretty rough. What are you What are you doing? What, are, what products are you using? I'm just using Simple Pam. Um, I spray the front of my cart. Um, I'm not really too much worried about the top of the cart because I can take a, um, a sanitized wet towel or put some sanitized um, water on a towel and use the heat and the wet towel to clean the top. But as far as the sides and the front, I just spray it with Pam. Pam or what are you talking about, Pam? Are you talking about cooking spray? Regular old Pam cooking spray. And I just put a nice little coating on it, and then I put my Vienna beef signs on the sides of it, which you can kind of see it's on there, but when I put my signs on there, you can't you can't see it because all the stainless is covered up. Oh, so and the Pam is keeping crap from sticking to it during the day. That's right. And then at the end of the day, when I'm going home, I just swing through the car wash, put put a dollar and quarters in, and spray it off. And you are a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> There's no scrubbing needed or anything. It's real simple. Um, <coughs> I do the same thing with it for my truck when I'm going long trips. I spray the front of it for bugs. With Pam, and that way bugs don't hurt my the pain on my truck. So uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it too. Hey, um, let me take a short commercial break, and we'll be right back. All right. After the show, head on over to Ben'sCarts.com forward slash book. Ben has written what is called the most comprehensive course on the market. Check it out at Ben'sCarts.com forward slash book. See real testimonials at Ben's Cart's Facebook page. Hey folks, hope you're enjoying tonight's live podcast. Remember, not only can you get the biggest bang for your buck over at Ben'sCarts.com, with carts starting at only $18.99, you can also get the free training and watch free training videos. Come on over after the show. 
now return you live to the Business Cards Radio Show. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try that that Pam when I'm traveling to keep the darn bugs off of it because that is something you know if I pull my cart a, a distance you know at the right time of year I'll end up with something on it I'll end up with love bugs or um, lightning bugs or something and those are a pain to get off and I think they that are. Pam may um, may help <laughs> that is so redneck I'm gonna try yeah, it it. <laughs> uh, it protects your paint too. Um, it doesn't damage your paint if the love bugs splat on it too. So I kind of I learned the trick from it was spraying my truck when going on long road trips, and I did it with the hot dog cart itself because you know, everything like the, the the hot dog water, the grease and all it would just stick to the side, and and uh, I started spraying it down, and I'd have jalapenos and onions, and onion crunch all over, it and just sprayed the pan on the side, and like I said, I use the signs on on the side of my cart, which I take on and put off every day. And which is hidden, and it comes right off. It's real easy. There's no scrubbing, and pull into a car wash. Three minutes, you're done. You're gone. Yeah, the car wash is is brilliant to me. For two bucks, I can have my car cart looking good. And I have one of those sham wows, and it dries quick. You know, you can wipe down your cart quick, and it um holds all the water. I have a generic ShamWow I bought at the flea market for like four dollars. I've got health department inspectors rolling over uh, all over themselves right now. Talking about cleaning your car at a car wash. Oh my gosh. Well I don't I'm I not don't, cleaning pans there, there, there too. Oh you know I, what? We're allowed to in Tennessee. You're allowed to go to the car wash and dump your gray water. Um what? Yeah. Yeah, um, in Tennessee, in fact, I didn't know about it. I heard about it from the health department. They told me that that was an approved facility to handle it because it handles car grease and grime, which is right. much more toxic than my little bit of gray hot dog yeah, greasy they, water. Yeah, they must have uh, grease traps inside <coughs> those uh, systems. Probably. They have to. The EPA requires it now. It's federal law. Right, exactly. Yep. So if your city allows it, um, by all means, use it. Um and just go in there and empty your thing while I'm spraying it off. I, you know, I hit the knob on the gray water tank and let it run through the grate. <laughs> it's easy. That's what I do. Yeah, and then I put some Dawn dishwashing liquid in the sink and run it through real quick, and that cleans my lines with any grease or grime. Um, the drain lines. Okay. It makes it makes it easy. Keeps my tanks clean. Um, the Let's see. Um, we've got about ten more minutes. I want to wish Brian, um, who was our first caller tonight, um, he's on his way back to Illinois. Thirteen hours, I think he said. Sixteen hours, Brian um, Hall. Um, if y'all aren't familiar, Brian's the one that always posts up. Um, he's, I think, he's one of two or three that always post up. Links. If I mention something, I can say, um, hey, did y'all see the Playboy this month? He puts Playboy's link on the page. And, um, and so I love it. I love that he does that so that we can find stuff quickly. When I talked about Institute for Justice, he, um, he, he popped that up immediately. Well, we wish you a safe trip, Brian, um, and the call us and let us know you made it okay and um, I hope the season is just kicking for you this year. 
Um, I know you pay some high fees to be there annually, and I hope you um, do just wonderful. Oh, Brian just posted Playboy for us. <laughs> we look like a bunch of pervs. <laughs> well, Sandy will be pleased. Um, let's see. We have a caller, and I'm going to try to get to real quick. Um, y'all hang, bear with me. Caller, you're listening to the Hot Dog Vendor Radio Live. Um, you have the last four digits of 4,800. Yes, Are you there? How yes, we doing? Sir. Fine. How you doing tonight? Doing wonderful. Good, good. I was just wondering, y'all was talking about the cleaning of the cart and all yes, that. Sir. Yes, sir. And I, and I was just wondering uh, about the uh, the. Uh, I'm say, I guess I'll be saying it the uh, that that you sit down in your pants and say if you're doing chili. You just remove the liners. Is that what oh yeah. They call? Yep, the liner uh, pan liners. Right. Are they a website you can go to get some that you know of? Or I do. Uh, if I'll, you go to if you go to my MFVA, so it stands for Mobile Food Vendor Association, but if it's called uh, mymfva.org, they have a link to their store. Now you can find these anywhere, but right. it helps the association. If you purchase them through their Amazon store, um, you won't pay any more for them. You shouldn't. And if you find them a lot cheaper, tell us because we all want to know. But they should have them listed there. But you can look up steam pan liners on the web, Google it, and and you'll be able to find them. They do work wonderfully. Um, they, They have saved my marriage with chili pans. <laughs> I imagine they. My wife was telling me that I, I they. That's what we need. Cause we do the, uh, the cheese and the chili. Right. And, and we need that. Too much cleanup. Well, like, do, you, do you do a do you do a steam pan configuration or do you do direct heat? Direct heat. If you do a direct heat, you're probably going to have to do a double pan system. A pan uh-huh. in a pan with water in the bottom, you know, kind of a double boiler type system. Because if you yes. use direct heat, that's going to be a little tough on them bags. So they only the, the good bags are at 400 degrees, um, uh-huh. and direct heat will usually get a little higher than that uh, with a six-inch pan going that close to the burner. So you'll need to uh-huh. do a uh, – I do a double boiler system, a pan in a pan with water in it. And you have would to keep an eye on the water to make sure you don't run out of water. Okay, would I, would, I spray with the cheese, too. Yeah, the cheese yes, it's perfect for the cheese. I do a double boiler on 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 my chili and when I sneak cheese into locations I use the same deal. I got you. Yep. Okay. Um Hey, before we leave, we've got about six minutes left. Um I wanted to um to just I I'm just gonna randomly pick, I guess, um two people and I I, I feel um I think we're gonna pick Brian Shores. And if if y'all remember the lady that called in, I talked to her husband as well. I think it was Jessica. Is that right, Rob? I don't remember. I mean, I remember okay. the conversation, but I don't remember the name. Well, they get the free chip clips, dog sled, or um, or the book um, free with shipping. They just need to you just need to email me name address, um, and I'll get it shipped out. Um, and I didn't really 
have a rhyme or reason for picking the names that way, but those were two of the callers, and um, um, those gifts are compliments of David Delato and Darren Culbertson. They donated theirs because they've won like five consecutive weeks in a row. <laughs> I think I think Darren and David were going to open up a chip clip store with their with their all their winnings. So I think y'all um, that was it. Yeah, Jessica and Aaron, that was it. Thank you, thank you um, for popping that up. And if um, and next week I'm gonna come up with a better plan for doing a random winner. Um, and. But, of course, the points still add up for the other gifts that are on the Learn Hot Dog blog. Did you have any other questions for us? No, sir, not. I'm just uh, going to say I appreciate it, and thank you very much. Hey, thank you for the, calling the, the in. Brand I, of, the brand of, pan, of of liner I use is Pan Saver. There's some others out there, but that is the brand I use, Pan Saver. Uh, pan Savers? Yes, sir, Pan Saver. Pan now, saver. you can always spray them down real good with Pam. And that will work too. I do that. He I do the that Pam. Too. I Pam. The only problem with Pam is with chili, it still sticks if it's there a long time, um, and, it, and unless it's in the double boiler. But if you're direct heating mm-hmm. chili, and I know you're direct heating too, um, yeah, you're, yeah, you're going through so much chili, you have to direct heat. Yeah, um, but I I use one of the flour in the cooking spray. And that flour, actually, I don't know if that's what you use or you just use the original, but the spray with the flour, it really resists that sticking. I can pull my pants, go to the sink, and take my little sprayer and spray it out and be done with it. It takes me less than two minutes to clean a pan of chili and cheese. Man, you must be using some magic, Pam. My wife, um, I was going to have to divorce her if she complained anymore about the darn chili pans. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you no, you don't use the original Pam for the for the chili pans. Make sure it has flour into the spray, and that flour uh, will help. Dad, gum, Stu, you're you know for a guy that's brand new, you have you've hit the jackpot. Plus, you've learned a lot of stuff. You've taught me stuff. That whole index card thing taught me a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, control yourself. Man, I love it. Um, I just did what McDonald's taught me and applied it to my hot dog cart. They trained a weapon when I used to work for them. Richard, that's the real <laughs> the redneck chip clips. That's the real chip clips. Um, Richard asked on the chat line, is that the redneck chip clips? You know that somebody had made one out of a yardstick and, and clothes pins? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> that, was, that was brilliant. <laughs> but no, you actually get two two of them. They hold forty eight total chips. Each clip holds twenty four. They're thirty one inches long, um, and they're stout, aren't they, Rob? They're good quality chip. Oh, clips. I love them. Not, yeah, they're not cheap. No, um, they actually. I like because the spring is stiff, so it holds your the bag don't blow off when the wind picks up or when you're moving them in and out of your car. The chips don't fall off. I mean, I get one to fall off occasionally, but not like I've had some of the cheap chip clips and they're paying in the butt. I agree. Somebody just Colonel Mustard just posted that Stuart needed to get some shirts made that said um, the best weenie you've ever put in your mouth. Take I've already get, got them made. Take They're your, being made right now. Man, you have to I'll send get, me a link and I'll put it on the blog and people can buy your shirts. I'll buy one of your dang shirts. 
Well, I was going to send you one. I still got a gift that I need to send back up to you that I told you I would. All right. Hey, listen, we got 90 seconds left. I'm going to go ahead and close out the show. I'll leave the chat lines open. I don't know if it really stays open. It says it is. Um, I thank everybody for joining us. I love y'all. I thank you for listening. I thank you for calling in all the callers tonight. This was a fantastic show, and it'll help a lot of people getting started. If we didn't cover your questions, please message me, and I'll get them on the – I'll try to answer them on the blog or the next radio show. Um. Y'all just have a fantastic night. I'm going to do a short commercial, and then we'll close out the show. Thanks, Rob, and um, everybody for calling in, and Stu, and y'all have a wonderful evening. See you guys. You too. Bye, everybody. Bye. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. HDVR Live Hot Dog Vendor Radio. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.